Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the We Only Do One Thing podcast. It's the only podcast in the world that is a complete shit show. I am Turch, and with me is my co-host, the CEO, the man who is sampling my salami. It's Kieran. How you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm doing very well. And this is going to go perfect on... Um, I, I don't have it yet, okay. but I am going to get a Weber grill. A Weber grill? You know, the smoke Weber grill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then I feel like this would complement the meat barbecuing and the meat sauces and well, the meat rubs. I, I made I made and, this salami, and this is why we're having it with a, a glass of whiskey. Yeah. We're doing salami and whiskey, mm. and I've just got... I should have cut you up a nice piece of... um. Of like Italian cheese, uh, mm. and it'll just all go down very well. Oh, amazing! Very hard. It actually came. How quick did it come through? It was like seven, six weeks. I feel like we were talking about this only a couple of weeks ago. I know, and I was like to the grandparents, like the old nonni. They're like, "Oh, come and pick it up. Is it ready?" I'm like, "No." So I went over there. They already cut one open. They're eating it. I thought you said it was like ten to twelve weeks. I thought that too. That's what I got told. Mm. I can only go off what I've been told. <laughs> so. I don't know. Science, you, you need you need to get this knowledge from them. I'm trying to get this knowledge from them. I think they're just making it up as time goes on. It never feels like it's a, there's any structure. Was the moon right when so this well, is Well look, maybe, I'm gonna put, you tell me. Maybe the, the salami right? wasn't ready, but the moon was right, so that counteracted. Maybe, maybe it, counteracted it, it sort the, of just it just yeah. magically all put together yeah. into a lovely um manifestation of, of of salami with this you know what? i'm gonna put it out there they, they were complaining about the machine churning the meat to um like it's not chunky right it came out really but i reckon it's lovely it's really it's like, fucking, i don't know any different okay <laughs> i i i don't know any different i don't it's like the ice hockey okay yeah. I, I know we probably watched really shit ice hockey the other night <laughs> had a fun time <laughs> but i don't know any different so it was fucking you know amazing the, the good thing about this it's got the right amount of spice yeah, because they were complaining about not having uh the, like the the uh, paprika they bought they bought like a kilo of paprika there's a kilo of paprika in there mm. and they're like oh that's not that doesn't I'm like that's not going to be spicy that's going to be like very mild like a sweet spice yeah so they put a whole kilo of uh, cayenne pepper in there as well the hot stuff oh I think it's I, yeah it's I think it could also be a little bit hotter it could be but then I think it's meant to be like but it tastes fucking yeah, delicious the perfect. spices. Is, oh. And I'm all done now. I'm out. I know. I'm out oh, of salami. That's my more. rant. Not enough salami. Well, don't worry. There'll be more on Sunday when you come over oh, for excellent. a barbecue. We're having the sausages that, yeah. that, uh, that oh, I got in the beautiful. freezer and we, we got some salami. But Kieran, I'm going to talk about something. We always talk about how boomers are ruining the world. <laughs> and let's talk about my rant today. I was watching... Um, <laughs> I was watching... Do you, have you ever seen a YouTube channel called Red Letter Media? No. At all. It's uh, it's a bunch of guys from Wisconsin, and mm-hmm. they just review movies. That's yeah. all they do. But they also do like this series of mu- of of shows called Best of the Worst. Best of the Worst. And they right. just find like the worst B grade films. They watch three of them, and they decide which one is the best of the worst. But they also part of that series is this thing called Wheel Wheel of the Worst. Wheel, right? Wheel of the Worst. And they just like like a you know they spin the wheel and they mm-hmm. choose which film. But instead of having actual films in there, they have uh, like random videos from like the 80s and 90s that people make. Right, okay. It's like safety training videos <laughs> and, you know, how to be a clown and, and how to do magic. And, oh, you did, know. did you ever do um, at primary school Bike Ed? 
Yeah, like do you remember yeah, the bike uh, yeah, ed videos? There's a, a traffic bike traffic school, school somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Did you go to that too? But that bike, like that's so they get all the like people. And I lived of, in Perth as well, and yeah. they showed us they showed us the bike ed. But in Perth, you meant to ride your bicycle one in a one line. Mm-hmm. But in Melbourne, which was where the videotape was from, it was dual. dual yeah. So they're showing us the dual, the video, <laughs> but also saying. No, that's not how don't we do, do it. That, <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Yeah. Why, why even have the video? <laughs> anyway, so that's what they do. They do that. They, they spin the wheel and they pop up a whole bunch of like these crazy videos. Like they did one called SOS, which we just and I just rewatched again. And it's about like this Christian cult in Japan. So it's all these music videos about how to be a Christian in Japan. It's fantastic. And they go through it. It's great. Wow. Great, like, great content. Like, you know, there was one that was like, um, what was that band that was a Christian hit on mainstream? Creed, Silver, Silver Creed, Creed was one. Yeah, Striper man. is another one. I think, I'm, I, think, I think I'm thinking of Creed. Creed were pretty big like yeah. that. Um. Anyway, so but one of the videos was on there, and it was how to uh how to spot uh counterfeit beanie babies. Do you remember Beanie Babies? Beanie Babies were a thing, yeah. Yeah, like in the 90s, somehow they said, hey, these plush teddy bears are a collectible item, (laughs) right? And they were everyone went mad for them. They sold for like, I don't know, I remember them selling for like 20, 30 bucks. But apparently some of them sold for like tens of thousands of dollars. And with the, like, sort of happened at the same time as the internet. And people were buying them and trying to sell them for profit. Wow. And... Just like the baseball card industry that happened, like people were like, oh, we want to collect baseball cards. The baseball com- card companies caught on to this and said, well, if we just print more cards, we'll make more money because people will get more cards. And people won't realize that what they think is valuable yeah. or in short supply. Same as like Pokemon cards. Really like, isn't, they're, yeah. They're really much, they yeah. flooded the market. They flooded the market so much that they're actually not worth anything. Worth yeah. anything. Or like, you know, there's only really like a select you know, original series that's actually worth any money. But anyway, this video was about how Beanie Babies, you could spot a counterfeit and how much they could be and all that sort of stuff. And I was sitting there going, okay, let me think. They're basically an infinite supply of these dolls that have many, come in many different colors, many different shapes. There's an artificially inflated market that's definitely going to burst at some point. Beanie Babies are the NFTs of 1999. <laughs> <laughs> and, I do, and now that I've made that comparison, I guarantee you will never think of NFTs of anything more than a Beanie Babies. I love NFTs. <laughs> I think the actual, like, uh, like the eight cards and this yeah. and that, not, I don't think they're actually worth anything. I think it's this artificially inflated market that people are like. I'm looking forward to, forward to the day, which I, I won't. It's a lie. I'm not looking forward to the day. But the day where you can trade your artificial beanie baby on the blockchain. See, see if, brilliant. Beanie, if beanie babies come out with an, <laughs> an NFT, this is like the the best of like the worst of everything. <laughs> this is combined thing. And there's only so many of them and there's they're only limited, so many. limited it's supply. Limited edition. <laughs> but I could just take a screenshot. Yeah, but that's, I know it's not the point, but it's, if you're talking about a collectible item that's rare and that has this artificial infl- artificially inflated market, I think it went, 
baseball cards, basketball cards, marbles, marbles, I guess, to a degree, uh, Pokemon cards, uh-huh. and now I think it's the and the Beanie Babies, and now I think it's the NFTs. I think the NFTs are the next logical thing in line. But the problem is, and I'm going to go back to why it's a, boomers caused this issue, is because boomers made everything else so unobtainable uh-huh. that we have to artificially make things. But we we can't let the boomers get involved. Because if you try to go to your dad... That's why we've got NFTs. They don't know anything know, about NFTs. I know, I know. It's, it's, it's like cryptocurrency. Yeah. When your dad goes, oh, what's, what is, how do I buy a Bitcoins? You go, okay, I'm going to move by some other crypto. I'm going to get out, you know? And I think that's why the dip happened. Too many boomers got involved. Ah, yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. And then now they're worried about their boomer money. That's right, yeah. that's right. And so, so they pull it out and we get the dip. Fucking boomers. Yeah, well, you know. They've got to save for their retirement. They've got to save for their retirement. No, they are retired. They're all retired. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. And now it, we can't it's, buy... It's, I feel like boomers are the same as a lot of comedians these days. <laughs> like, They're shit? <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, older comedians these days. Oh, right. Where, back in the day, boomers did all this crazy shit. And now then it's everything's been regulated and they tell people, oh, you can't do that anymore. Right? Yeah. And I feel like older, like older comedians back in the day were super edgy. Uh-huh. And now that they're in the popular, they're in the spotlight, they've come out and gone, oh, you, you shouldn't be edgy because that's, that could offend people. And they're like, it's like pulling the, like climbing up a ladder to a helicopter and then pulling the ladder up so no one else can jump up and be with you in that helicopter. It's the same same sort of thing. It's I the believe. same same principle. Same yeah. principle. It's just it's just for different. Well, I I I want to. I found an interesting article, Church. Yeah. And the boomers would have got to enjoy this. Yeah. We don't get to enjoy this. Yeah. Prostitutes in Kalgoorlie. Where's Kalgoorlie? I, I'm, Western I'm, Australia. Okay. It's like six hour drive. I was going to say I'm smart Perth. enough to know where that is, but I had no idea. <laughs> I was going to say lucky. This is for our American viewers, but I no, I couldn't remember either. So I don't know. Kalgoorlie is one of those like mining towns, or it makes sense. I don't know. Anyway, don't ask me how. I came across this article in 2019. Yeah. Which was fascinating, and it was it was talking about, um. One of the oh no no there was an article that's just come out recently yeah but then I f- was like that's interesting went to the 2019 article one of the madams was selling like one of the last brothels right. in Kalgoorlie right which is a bit of an outrage bit of a bit of a yeah because um, she said the town can now only support about 34 prostitutes right it used to be a hot hay street used to be just. Well, it would fluctuate depending on the mining. The mining, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, and yeah. then FIFO work started fly in, fly out, yeah. and then it reduced, and then yeah. and then more families have moved into the area, and and it's reduced. But but just think of like stables. Yeah. Okay. Like and like the girls would just be in like like stables, yeah. and then like they because it's really hot out there, so they're not quite in like. Not quite indoors, but they're not they're quite, quite outdoors. outdoors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just close the stable door. And then, then at one point, the police tried to shut down, you know, the, the the brothels and all of that. And then at another point, it became such a, a popular, well-known attraction that the police 
were telling the uh, madams that they had to keep the brothels open because they were such tourist attractions. <laughs> Do you think that there are people that fly from Sydney to go to these brothels just for fun? Yeah, probably. There were there were more brothels in Kalgoorlie than Perth. That's a. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. You you got to go where the like. That's why like a lot of brothels in America, at least, are near Vegas or Vegas or like near army bases. Yeah. You know, because that's like, well, well, where all the clients are. Where all the clients yeah. are. So taxpayer money is going through the system <laughs> <laughs> into the pockets of army people to pay hookers yeah. who probably don't pay tax. Who pay probably no yeah. tax. So if, if that's not lo- laundering money, I don't <sighs> know what is. Yeah. But anyway, the boomers would have got to enjoy that. Yeah, I would guarantee that. Yeah. Sort of. Oh. Living the dream, the boomers. <laughs> Living the dream, the boomers. They are. They are. Oh. Uh, got a story for us, Titch? Yeah, I do, actually. It's something I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, in, was it uh, August, September, October, November? Four months. Four months, November. Four months is November here. The 2022 World Cup will be happening in Qatar. Wasn't this the one that was scandaled with bribes? Yeah, and, okay, well, yeah. Australia bidded for it, and then Qatar suddenly like came out of the and Australia got like one vote out of fifteen. Yeah, yeah, okay. Outrage, but the Qatar are like, hey, we're going to build like purpose-built stadiums. I can sit like eighty thousand people with air conditioning. I with believe with air conditioning, and then we're going to donate the stadiums to third-world countries. And everyone's like, hey, you're going to do that? It's like I don't know, oil. And we're like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. You know? Um, and then they're like, hey, you know, um. So where are people going to stay? Because there's not that many. I mean, Qatar's a big city, but not really. Yeah. And if you're having... Isn't it just a lot of desert? It's a lot of desert, like yeah. Uyghur people. So it's okay, we're going to build hotels. I'm like, okay, well... This is sounding a bit like... What's that um <laughs> that, that music festival? Fire. Yeah, Fire. it does. It really <laughs> is. And they're like, oh, okay, well, where are you, like, can... Well, you're a Muslim country... Um, the tourists are wanting, wanting, going to want to drink. The tr- tourists are definitely going to want to drink. What are you going to do? And they're like, don't worry, we've got an own plans. We're, we're, in the beginning, like, we're going to, um, in the stadiums, you're allowed to drink, you're allowed to do whatever you want. On the streets, you can't, but we're going to have designated places spe- for Westerners to drink or people mm-hmm. that want to drink to drink. So the, the brothels and the madams yeah. and the drinking are all going to be contained, contained in, these, in one place. They're sort of like economic free zones in yeah, a way. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And yeah. then they're like, oh, well, we can't. Well, instead of have doing this, what we're going to do is because Qatar sort of on like a river or like a, on a, like the sea. Why don't we just um, put everyone on? And this was one of their ideas. We're going to get the hotels. And so they're in, sort of in international waters, but not really. Everyone can be on a cruise ship. Uh-huh. <laughs> and everyone's like, um, so how do people get from the stadium to the cruise ship? Oh, we'll bust them there. This is all their ideas. Uh-huh. Anyway, so it just came out this one. Um, I just love the development of this. I can't wait for the soccer, but I feel like the cra- crowd participation is not going to be... I don't know how many people are planning on going to Qatar. Yeah, like- I think it's. I don't think people can afford to go to Qatar <laughs> at this point in time. But this one that's came out, Qatar, FIFA. Qatar prepare beer policy for soccer fans at the 2022 World Cup. <laughs> Just came up. Okay, are you excited about this? I took some notes. Beer policy. Beer policy. Okay. <laughs> beer with alcohol is expected to be sold at World Cup stadiums in Qatar, but many fans may be allowed to only take non-alcoholic drinks to their seat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> so you can go to the stadium. Do they not know about the crowds that are going to come to the soccer? Do they not diehard fans who need alcohol really? Do they not know how like like you go? It's like going. Oh, you can eat. You can buy chips, but you have to eat them here. Well, no, no. Like I want to sit there and watch the game and eat the chips and know? drink and, and then drink. get intoxicated yeah. and then get loud. That's right. Okay. So the hospitality packages offering premium beverages at stadiums have been sold since February. So this is like the five festival. You can buy a pass to, so you can get beverages at the stadium. But policy at, at a policy for most fans at eight venues for the all the whole time. Uh, for long-time World Cup sponsor Budweiser, still needs to be finalised less than five months before the tournament. The favourite option is serving beer with alcohol in stadium compounds in the compounds before and after the games. So not even during the games can you go to the bar and get a full alcoholic beer, only yeah. before and after. And during the game, you can only buy non-alcoholic Budweiser Zero. And take that to your seats. <laughs> this, I, if even if I wanted to go, I am turned off turned by this. Off by that. Can you, the worst plan ever. So what we're gonna do is, this is like an eighteen-year-old's plan. Where is we're the- gonna pre-drink, <laughs> and then we're gonna rock into a stadium for. They're gonna be shit-faced pre-drink. <laughs> They're gonna pre-drink like what? I'm gonna say, oh, I want to get a buzz on the stadium. <laughs> Walking, come on, England! Scorch your fucking goals! Get into some fights with the security there and oh. walk out and go, fuck you! <laughs> Straight through. And not only that, the worst part about it is they have to drink Budweiser. <laughs> that's to add to the level of stupidity <laughs> that's happening at this World Cup. Oh. That is, yeah, I'd be pre drinking. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're an 18 year old girl. You know when you go, like, you know what? Oh, we'll pre drink to save money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pre drinking always leads to a night of, of God knows what the fuck you get up to, but you don't save money. No, no, no. No, because you, you buy a bottle of whiskey, you spend 50 bucks. How many people do you reckon are going to smuggle, smuggle booze in? Oh, I think everybody. Yeah. Uh, every, you know, Germans, Italian, oh, Italians after the World Cup this year, English, French. Brazilians, Mm -hmm. Argentines, like all these, apart from Qatar, every country in the World Cup has alcohol as part of And the thing is, they can all buy duty-free when they travel to Qatar, so they're all going to have cheap booze they're going to be bringing into the country. And flasks at the the airport, (laughs) duty-free flasks, here we go. So anyway, that I'm very upset about that. I feel like this and the world- trick is the trick is when you're smuggling um, alcohol yeah. into stadiums, you need to have a few spots on your body because they're obviously yeah. if they pat you down. But right, this is the great but, thing. But you but you've got to know that one or two might end up in security's hand, and then they think we've cut we've got it all. Yeah. No, I'm excited for them because think about it like this, right? When I went to Germany, went to Oktoberfest. Mm-hmm. I dressed up in the Lederhosen. Yeah, you know, did the, the, the you know the pants, the shorts, the you know. Yeah. And people are like, oh, you're part of the everything is good. I would just go into Qatar and be like, man, I'm putting on a pair of those pajamas or whatever the guys wear, <laughs> and the tea towel, and the tea towel, and, and you like, would fit right in. And I'll fit right in with the beard and this mm-hmm. and that. Be fine. Um, I'd have to darken up my tan a little bit. Maybe put a gold chain on. But then they'll, they'll pat me down. Like, hey, man, they'll go through. How many guys are gonna like, especially like Middle East, uh, Mediterranean Europeans, like Spaniards? They're gonna be able to fly through. The English might have a little bit more of a trouble. 
But if you just, you know... Act the part. Act the part. I think you might be able to get away with it, especially wearing the the Covenant um, the, the pyjamas white, or whatever. The pyja- the, yeah, yeah. The... I'm going to put it out there. Here's, here's, here's something for you. Hmm. Make correlation doesn't equal causation. We talk about it all the time in the show. The less rights women have in a country, mm-hmm. the more where men wear pyjamas out. <laughs> 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 Sometimes correlation it does, does equal causation. causation. <laughs> I knew you'd like that one. <laughs> uh, oh, you got some news for us? Oh, I've got some cracker news. Uh, cracker news, church. <sighs> for my white people, my crackers. <laughs> <laughs> At this new resort in Mexico, getting drunk is part of the wellness program. Oh, wow. <laughs> And the World Cup 2022 World Cup is moved to Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the perks of luxury hotels are coming up um, with to entice people back from the world. Uh, Post pandemic, maybe you need to go on a wellness retreat too. Yeah, that, this sounds lovely. I do need this. And you could go to Mexico mm. where you could have tacos. Mm hmm have this holistic wellness uh-huh. and get shit faced this was the, my plan like when when we when the world wasn't uh-huh. um, a shithole of covid yeah and was affordable to do things because like uh, the smallest country in uh eastern europe was not being taken over by russia mm. um jess and i's goal for our honeymoon was to go to Mexico and do exactly what that just Go on a wellness retreat. A wellness retreat, yeah. I feel like it's only a wellness retreat, Church, if you go there with your psychologist. Well, my wife is my (laughs) psychologist in this kind here. (laughs) How could it be? Um, No, I'm not trying to... I'll call you. (laughs) I'll Skype you in. (laughs) The $50 a day I have to pay for internet over there, that could be covered by my... 50 what? I don't know. Just like You know when they always charge you more sometimes at hotels for internet? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, a new resort in Mexico is opening up to provide wellness, but basically part of their whole thing is to just get shit faced yeah. for a week. That's great. Yeah. Uh, I went to Jess's sister's thirtieth birthday, uh-huh. and I get there and I was waiting for Jess's brother to come. I thought we're going to smash some beers together, and before we got, I, he got there, I thought, oh, maybe I'll just start with one. So I pulled out a beer from the Esky, you know, and it was, uh, the brand of beer was called, is called Stubby. I've never heard of this. I've never heard of it either. And I thought to myself, ah, I've never heard of this. How bad can it be? Uh Uh-huh. Uh, have you seen, you've seen the IT crowd, right? Ah, three episodes of the IT crowd. Oh, okay. Well, there's an episode where they go over to dinner with, with, with Jen and they bring a bottle of wine, and Jen pulls out the bottle from the bag. It's like, white wine. I've never seen a bottle of white wine called white wine before. Uh-huh. That's how I felt about these bottles of beer called Stubby. Stubby. Right, okay. Right? So I take the sip, and I'm like, hmm. What, is it, what does it compare to? It was like a watered-down VB. Okay. <laughs> VB's not great. No. So, no. an improvement? No, worse. Okay. Because it had no flavor. Like, at least VB has like a bit, like a something. Yeah. This was just like... It's uh, bitter. Yeah. Like, this was just like, oh. <laughs> so I messaged... Um, the brother. 
I miss no, no, I miss you. Yeah, I miss you, Jess's brother. I said, hey, just so you know, this is the beer choice. Mind swinging by a bottle and picking us up a bottle of Jack Daniels, and he comes in and goes, "No, my partner said no. <laughs> you have to drink." Oh no! Anyway, so we we get through some of these. Whoa, drinks. whoa, whoa, whoa! We, we get His partner said no. Anyway, it's alright, and that was probably a good choice. Otherwise, okay. I would have drank a bottle of Jack Daniels that night because yeah, well, me, yeah. me and Jess's brother could drink a bottle of whiskey in a night very easily together. Okay. Um, anyway, so about five beers in, Je- uh, Jess's brother goes up to our brother-in-law and goes, Hey, just to let you know, this beer shit. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> oh my God, I'm glad you said it. And he goes, you could have, for the same price, we looked it up on Dan, Murph, Dan Murphy's website, you could have bought Heineken, you could have bought Stella, you could have got, uh, you could have got like a Peroni, you could have even bought a slab of Corona. You, beers that everybody enjoys. <laughs> you could have bought VB <laughs> and more people would have enjoyed it. Heineken would have been nice. Heineken's great. Easy, simple, always delicious. Corona, it maybe it's a bit cold, but nothing beats a Corona drink. Yeah. You could have even bought canned Furfy and I would have been happy. You can't you can't tell. And these are, the, the brother-in-law's like, oh, this is one of the best lagers I've ever had. And I'm like, wow, well, he got bad taste there. Yeah, he's got that is terrible taste. That is terrible. I've I've seen the brother-in-law drink. Yeah, I'm not impressed with his his choices. No, neither am I. Neither no. am I. I'm a simple, simple man. Uh, Kieran, you know a lot about companies and taxes and this and that. I know a little bit about companies and taxes. Uh, here we go. You're not slick. Panera Bread customer declines rounding up for charity at register. And sparks a debate. Billion dollar corporations do not need cents to donate to charity. So this is the level of discourse that we're having on social media, which relates to articles, but people have no idea what the fuck that they're talking about. Excellent. A TikToker claimed in a viral video, Panera Bread uses rounded up change donations uh, for charity at the cash register as tax write-offs. The claim sparked a debate in the internet uh, about its comment section whether the claim is a myth and why billion dollar corporations are requesting donations from average customers in the first place so this is what the woman said uh-huh. I was like yeah it's a tax write off I always say no and the person behind the counter was like, and they were like really it's a tax write off I was like yeah they make you give them the money so they can donate it to charity so they can write it off on their taxes and get all that money back it's like it's just a scam said the tiktoker most of the times I'd already made a contribution to charity and they pocket the money from people sometimes making profit, another falsely claimed. Like, why is a million-dollar corporation asking me for money, one user uh, argued. So. Well, they've got that all wrong. It's probably a multi-million-dollar corporation. Well, they've also got that all wrong because I'm re- reading this article going, that's not how it works. That's not how... Remember that meme? That's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. What what they're doing is okay. So I buy some bread, which is five oh three. Yeah, and it says, they "Would you like to round up to five oh five? Five, yeah, and we'll donate that two cents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you go, that's fine. So what happens is, let's I'll look, look, look at the balance sheet. Mm. You know, or like a profit and income statement and stuff like that. What they see is, is they go, oh, it's two cents, and it's not. They don't count that as income. They count that as like. A, liabil- a liability, mm. right? They don't... Like, if they collect... If they collect $1,000, 
for charity. They can't claim that they gave a thousand dollars to charity. It's like, hey, this is the money that we collected on your behalf. Yeah. Here's that so money. So it's not part of their profit. It's not part of their profit. It's not part of their income. It's part of this like conduit, like a banking system. Like, we're going to hold the money for this charity, mm-hmm. you know? And this is all the donations that everyone else has given. It's like the church. Like, you know, the church, got, like the like the priest doesn't go, here, you can give the money. It's like, oh, well, I gave all this money. No, it's like, no, no, this is from the the collective group. That's mm. how it works. But everyone is thinking now that, oh, if I give, you know, the rounded up cents to, char- to the company, the company takes that, puts it on there, it says, we made more money. Oh, but all that money that we made, we're going to take it. Well, that would be illegal. That's illegal. Yeah. Yes. That would be illegal if they did <laughs> that, that. That bit there? Yeah. Th- there's a whole bunch of accountants <laughs> that they have on t- and legal team. They pay a million dollars a year for them to go, no, that you can't do that. <laughs> it's almost like trying to claim fringe benefits. Yeah. No, you, you can't Your do- accountant won't let you do that. Like... Yeah, exactly right. Like, oh, we don't want to pay capital gains tax, but everyone's going to jail. Like, that's yeah. how it works. Yeah. Okay, so here we go. So, um, <laughs> while companies can write off charity donations, it makes it makes them profit end to end on taxes. Tallied up sense when customers are not included, uh, uh, included on write offs, according to AP News, customers may document and write off the ch- cha- uh, cash register donations on their own tax returns, but stores cannot claim the donations as their own. Instead, a company can act more like a holding receptacle, exactly what I said, and keep the customer donations completely separate from their own. So then she comes back onto TikTok while everyone explains this to her. She goes, I promise you they're not harming charities by giving eight cents uh, to uh, um, by giving these fucking billion dollar companies uh, that they ask for the money. Also, charities are a fucking scam in the first place. If you didn't want to give uh, to people, you don't fucking need to make an organization about it. Why would you just uh, give to the fucking people? She continues. Uh, my fucking question is, why do all these in, uh, egregious myths do not donate your uh, eight cents to all these billion dollar corporations? I wouldn't worry your fucking brains. So she comes back in the second video and says, well, corporations and charities are a scam. <laughs> it's like, well, okay. <laughs> You've already said in your first video. I feel like you would say that in your first video if yeah, that was the actual point. Yeah, not- yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't like if you go. Oh, here's the correct <laughs> advice from you know accountants. <laughs> charities like, that you know what it's easy to just say charities are a scam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, and I guarantee there are heaps of charities that are. They say they're not for profit, but then like it's every dollar that's donated, eighty to ninety percent goes to like advertising, ad- marketing, legal, and only ten percent actually goes to whatever you're donating to. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I well, understand. The, the charity needs to hire a CEO. Yeah, exactly and, right. There and are, a marketing I, team. I'm not saying that's wrong, but, you know, if you had a two... And they need, to, they need to fly to Africa first class, you know. But if you have two organisations... You can't go, expect a CEO to not sleep in an aeroplane. That's very true. If you've got two organisations that you want to, you know, mm. and it's for the same cause, mm. and one of them goes, hey, but like... 50% of what you give definitely will go to people and 10 or 10% will go to, definitely go to people. You'd be like, oh, I'll probably donate to the one that's giving 50%. Like, you know, you got to, you got to sort of check that out. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. to say, oh, <laughs> multinational, multi-billion dollar corporations and charities are all the scam. One of them definitely <laughs> is more than the other. I feel like, I like the, the, I feel like the charity is more of a scam. Uh, um, I prefer charity than the government doing that. 
I love just listening to people's like financial advice when they have nothing on yet. TikTok or social media. It is just. Did we ever? Did we ever bring any clips from that podcast called The Financial Feminist? Did no, you no. That's something you need to do because I think we need to do like a financials type of episode every so often. Uh, I, I I think so because. Some of the some of the advice is just all right. Let's let's. I'm going to bore our listeners for a moment, Church. Bore our listeners. Mm. I'll let you go first, yeah. or I can go first. Whatever. You tell the listeners what do they need to do to become like wealthy in the future. This is going to be Kieran and Church's financial advice. Uh, find a career that you can steadily progress in. Uh huh. Um. Put away at least a hundred dollars of your salary, um, what, however, every fortnight. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, put away a hundred bucks into extra into your mortgage if you've got a mortgage. Yeah, and um, don't get an offset account because they're not worth it. Uh huh. And invest in invest in yourself, like you know. Uh, I like that. Invest in yourself. Yeah. Yeah, but like. That's a really mis- don't go back to university if you've already got a degree, mm-hmm. but see if your work is willing to sponsor you to do a course, mm-hmm. and or find a role that'll help you do the. You got to plan like five to ten years in the future. Yeah. So look for the job you want in, in te- five to ten years. End destination. What's the end destination? Yeah. And work back. Yeah. And work back. So what skills do I need just to get that? You know? See, mine... And my, learn, learn Microsoft Excel. Mine is take your money yeah, as much as you can. Yeah. Put it in basically the S&P 500 index, yeah. low-cost index fund. And so I, I don't know enough about shares. So for and me, it's like... I'll dollar that. cost average, which is put the same amount in and don't even worry about the market. Yeah. And in 10 to 15 years... You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Yeah. It's the same. Uh, I I always feel the same. It's like when you got a mortgage. Like let's just say you're making I don't know two thousand dollars a month in repayments or fifteen hundred bucks a month in repayments. Isn't that? Just put an extra hundred bucks in. You know, so it's an extra five grand a year. Pretend like that's what you always do. Like mm-hmm. that's your actual repayment. And because of compound interest, which you all know, is great. In like ten years, you, you would have knocked down ten years of your mortgage. Mm-hmm. And then not only that, you've got equity, additional equity built up. So you can, when you sell the place, you have all this money as a, as a backup. And that's your nest fund anyway. And you can put it towards your next place or you can take it all out and put it in other investments. You can take it, you know, you can buy an investment property and this and that. But it's all about making sure that you're comfortable with how much income you're making. You've got to start there. Yeah. You know, because you can't. That's it. That's it. That's all you need. It's pretty simple. <laughs> Find a job that you like doing that makes you enough income to live, yeah, happily. Uh, if you've got a, a more, if you've got rent, it's the, same, it's the same thing for rent. Let's just say you, got, I don't know how much rent is like fifteen. The same. If rent is a thousand bucks a month or fifteen hundred bucks a month, say it's six in your head, say it's six hundred dollars, uh, sixteen hundred dollars. That extra hundred dollars put into a savings account, and that's it. Yeah, and put it to a side. And I would actually say put it in the stock market if you don't need it. Yeah, or yeah. pay off your fucking mortgage. Or pay yeah. off your mortgage, yeah. yeah. Either pay, one. 
Uh, doesn't matter. Mortgage for me is more of a priority because if you at least you have a house. Yeah. Uh, once you get it down to like a low enough value, you can just wipe down that cost all the way down, and then make get another loan for an investment property, and then use the equity to offset everything. I don't know. They seem to just make it really fucking complicated. Yeah, it less is more. Oh, less is so more. Um, don't worry. Like I said, if uh, invest in things you're interested in. Fuck yeah. Buy if you like commodities. I like commodities. Buy commodities. If you like, if you're interested in shares, buy shares. But if you're interested in property, property, uh, just don't buy Beanie Babies and don't buy <laughs> NF- oh, don't buy NFTs. <laughs> I don't know enough about them, but it, they seem like Beanie Babies to me. Fuck yeah. Cards. Uh, Turch, time for some Putin watch. Ah, oh, good old Putin watch. We used to do Trump watch back in the day. I know. Well, I think it's now got to be Putin watch. Western leaders would look disgusting topless, says Putin. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want to see um, Nancy Pelosi with her top off or Kamala Harris. You, yeah, yeah, no, I think he's, I think he's, cr- I do, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, look at him here, look at him here. Yeah, he's a monster. He's on a horse. What, what's, what's AOC? What's her, what's her name? Um, uh, one in America, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. That's all, that's one I'll see topless. Who's this? I've got to get ahead of my American politics. Yeah. See the one in the middle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah topless. Yeah, 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 yeah for yeah. sure. Russian President Vladimir Putin shot back at Western leaders who mocked his athletic exploits, saying they would look disgusting if they tried to emulate his bare torso appearances. Putin made the comment during a visit to Turk- Turkmenistan? Turkmenistan? Yeah. yeah. When, asked, team. when asked about <laughs> the Western leaders joking about him at the G7 summit. As I sat down for talks. Oh, and Tulsi Gabbard as well. Yeah, she's great. She's like the the most normal person in politics. Oh, she is. A yeah, she's yeah. great. She's like a 10 out of 10. How did she not get like voted? I don't know. Because she, she's too normal. Yeah. She's not crazy. And she's young as well. She's only like 40. I feel like I feel like their presidents need to be 60 plus. No, no. I don't know why. She, yeah. I hope that she's the first female president. Because I like her. I hope so too. Yeah. I hope so too. She just seems... Hey... This is now serious. She's, she actually answers the questions when they ask her stuff. The state election's coming up, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there is a seat in the state election called Laverdon. I live in Laverdon. What did you do? I you could run for the you seat should. of Laverdon. You should. There are, the Victorian socialists have put up a candidate. It's not Kath Larkin. No, she's around here. Nope. But she is our arch enemy. <laughs> she doesn't even know. <laughs> you should try to get her on the show again. Uh, <laughs> Have you had another experience? We're too right wing for her. I don't even know why. I- <laughs> Church, when you're so far on the left that everything is right yeah, to you, pretty much. We we are we are a far right. I don't even know. I keep thinking like people go, "Oh, you're really right wing, Anthony." I'm like, I just don't like. No, <laughs> like I just want people to be able to do whatever they want. <laughs> like I like drugs for people. I like guns. I like no taxes. Oh. This is like all very lefty. <laughs> <laughs> I think there should be some sort of social safety net. Uh, um, you know, it like it's my, my it, it realistically like I guess now that they're right wing to a degree, but a lot of them once in the, upon a time were left 
Like, I don't care what the gays do. Mm. You know, I, I was anti-marriage, like, for everybody. <laughs> like, like, I was the, you know, the most, like, uh, I, I'm way past where they're going. Like, how about we not get the government involved at all? Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, back it up. We want the government involved. Whoa, the government guys... should not be involved in marriage. No. <laughs> Why are they involved in marriage? I don't know. Uh, to do with taxes. You get the tax write-off for... Uh... A bit. You get it's, yeah. it's the taxes. It's the taxes. So I could be running. I could be running for yeah. the seat of Laverton in the state what election. Was your article again? Oh, uh, uh, Putin. Putin. Yeah. Say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any Australian politicians that you would like to see topless? Uh no. I can't even think of. Uh, I don't even know who are Australian. I can't even. Th- I can't even think of an Australian woman politician that is under the age of fifty. Julie Bishop is over 50. Over 50, yeah. Uh, Lambie she's, is over 50. Yeah. Hanson, over 50. Gillard, over 50. Um, Some of these aren't even in our parliament anymore. I, oh, well, they're still, they're still around. Uh, what was the one, the premier of... Um, Jacinta Allen. No, she's a... Arden. She's the no, one... No, Jacinta Allen. No, not, not just into Arden. That's the one from. Yeah, that's yeah. that's uh, that's the Kiwi. She's really unattractive as well. She's Kiwi. She want to see her. <sighs> see Dan, Daniel Andrews topless. Because Church. <laughs> I'm going to run for the seat of Leverton. Yeah, well, oh, I've seen you topless. We're going <laughs> to we're going to fix the bins. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're going to fix the traffic lights. I'm gonna, I'm and gonna... God damn it, those lifeguards are getting a new flag. What is one? <laughs> Made in Australia though. That's what I'm going for one. I got a new bin. Uh huh. Did you? I got uh, so Australia or least our council has decided that. Um, oh, don't tell me you got the purple bin now. No, no, no. Uh, a un- a block of four units on on a one block. Uh huh. Needs not just a recycle bin, not just a rubbish bin, but also a green waste bin. Mm-hmm. But not for like. Not for every unit. No, for every unit. Oh, for every unit now. So not only do I have like a green waste bin, but my front neighbour who already had a green waste bin that we all just sort of shared because yeah. we've got like, I've got no, you know, I've got fake grass. He's got a front lawn. That's why he's got it. He's got not only a big green waste bin, but also a small one now. <laughs> I feel like he could be like auctioning off this bin to the neighbourhood on oh, the street. Like those who need an extra green bin. No, but everyone got one. Yeah, why they not? just came around and said, "Oh, well, it's, do you know what it was?" But it's only for, it's, I wait, can tell you what it's happened. It's only for table scraps. It's only for like. I can tell you what happened, Church. The council said no, no, no people in units. Then of course they subcontracted out to some company who has to deliver bins, and it's some like twenty year old going the message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got to give bins to everyone. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Four houses here. <laughs> four houses here. <laughs> and then they're going to get back and go. Oh, we don't have enough bins for all the neighbourhoods. Oh, pretty amazing. Yeah. Oh, well, well, look, I've got one. So if you need to put, recycle. No, no. I'll type rubbish today. today I've got a bin guy. No, you got a bin guy. i got a bin guy, yeah. Kieran, you're on the dating scene. Mm-hmm. You look out for the women in the clubs and this mm-hmm. and that. And let you know they've got a secret weapon. Oh. And uh, just so I'm letting you know, I'm letting all the men know yeah, that okay. are single and ready to mingle with the ladies, that the ladies do have a new secret weapon. To get you and all of your money and investments and knowledge. Is it a new scent? It is a new scent. Ah. It's called vabbing. Vabbing. The TikTok trend says that you should use your vaginal juices as perfume. 
It's called vabbing, a poetic merge of the words vagina and dabbing. <laughs> but how does it work here? And that's something you might be asking. Basically, you wear your vaginal fluids as perfume. You put your fingers inside yourself, <laughs> dab your juice on your wrists, uh-huh. your neck, uh-huh. and behind your ears, and wherever you normally put perfume. People <laughs> wherever you normally put, where else do you put perfume? I'm gonna put it out there. They always say like the wrist yeah. and like behind the ear and the neck and the neck. Like the neck, I kind of get, but the yeah. wrist is like an androgynous zone. I don't know. I don't get that one. I, I just spray it here, like on my body, and then yeah. I walk through it. That way, I just you, you absorb it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, people talking about it on TikTok reckon the pheromones from your pussy will help you attract partners and they swear by it. Where did this come from? And this is the one of the reasons why I bring this in, is who knows where the practice of wearing vaginal fluids as a perfume originated from. Um, but according to Mandy Lee, and the, the term vabbing came from a podcast called The Secret Keepers Club. Secret Keepers Club, sorry. Comedians Carly and Emma, who host the show, spoke to a listener who experimented using her coochie juice as perfume. She said she had overwhelmingly positive results and now all her friends are doing it too. So this podcast is Secret Keepers she's Club. Got, she's got two friends. Yeah. Yeah. The secret. Se- the secret we're going to have to listen we're gonna to this show. We're going to have to listen to it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. why I brought it in. So anyway, anyway, uh, I read the rest of the article and they talked to this scientist, uh-huh. right? And he's like a professor of of biological sciences and sex and marriage. No professor of biological science is going on a fucking podcast called... No, 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 they, they t- the, uh, the, the, the uh, journalists. Oh, right, right, right. Anyway, Professor Elgar says there's no research that vabbing works. <laughs> and in fact, pheromones don't work on humans because we don't have the receptors for pheromones. I was going to say, the fucking dogs would smell it. Yes, yes, they have pheromone receptors, but we we don't. We don't. And in fact, we some, we may not even actually make pheromones themselves because we don't have the receptors for them. Or if we do make some sort of pheromone, it's yeah. part of everything else and we just can't perceive it. We, we, we can't smell it. Yeah, 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 there you go. I was about to say, there's no way they've got a fucking scientist on to, to support them. Well, Secret Keepers Club, um, down the down the line, we might have to... But fuck it, let's review it for next week. Uh, no, no, we've got Financial Feminist to look at. All right, Financial Feminist, Secret, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Uh, Church, I've got yes. one more article. Yeah, no, no, yeah, it's good. A Las Vegas man uh-huh. has been arrested. And I feel like this is very much on a vabbing, but not quite vabbing. Okay. A Las, Ma- Las Vegas man has been arrested for smearing bacon on a Muslim's family door car. <laughs> God dang it. <laughs> a 58-year-old man has been arrested for a hate crime after he allegedly smeared raw bacon on a Muslim family's home in Las, uh, Las Vegas Valley. He anyway, I just thought that was funny. Like uh, I consider it a hate crime. Mm-hmm. So if someone's lactose intolerant and you pour some milk on them, that's a hate crime too. <laughs> is that like where does it? If I just go, where do you get the idea of going? Hang on a sec, fuck stick. <laughs> I'm gonna go inside and get some bacon. I just, I just like the fact that that's. I would that's never. That's really like. Ele- I would never give up my bacon to smear it on someone else's car. If you never hated someone as much as this guy obviously has. No, I obviously haven't. And but realistically, you could probably use that bacon again. 
Because if you're just wiping it quickly on the car, and then you can cook it up, hey, it kills the bacteria, you're good to go. Mm, well, good and that's a great way of doing it, because that guy can now not longer get into his car. He has to wash the car. So maybe, oh, this is like, I know what this actually is. This isn't, uh-huh. this isn't, he didn't want to do this. This is how I would play it. <laughs> There's bacon in the exhaust. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I would play it. I would be like, no. I always overhear his that guy's wife talking about how he never does anything and the car's always dirty. And he thought he was helping out. He thought, if I smear the whole place with bacon, he has to wash the car. Yeah, he does have to wash the car, doesn't he? Yeah, that's he right. does. Yeah. That's right. So he has to wash the car. I'm helping this woman out. That's how I would play it. That would be my defense attorney. I, uh, <laughs> what a great defense attorney. That, a, that would be. That would just be brilliant. Can you imagine that? He never washes his car. <laughs> if I, I figured if I smear bacon, at least he'd wash it and the wife would be happy. And then be like, the judge would be like, Boy or woman, man or woman judge. The woman would be like, I understand that. My husband also doesn't wash the car. <laughs> Come over there and smear bacon on my yeah, car. Yeah, like, oh, fucking hell, that woman always does. I wouldn't do it unless it was fucking bacon on the car. Mm. All right, I'm, wash the car, sir. You pay for it, though. You pay for it, you know. You know, you replace this man's bacon. He's doing the Lord, literally the Lord's work. Uh. <laughs> and with that, Kieran, I think we can wrap this, this one up. For, ladies and gentlemen. For all your wanking needs, make sure you follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you've got some hate mail, some death threats, rants, contact us on any of those social media platforms or email us at we only do one take podcast at gmail.com. Good to have you in the studio, Kieran. Woo! And we'll see you next Thursday. Come on, man. Motherfuckers, guys. Come on. Give me the five-star rating, baby. Give me the five-star. That's all I want, baby. That's all I want. I'll fuck all the beautiful girls in the goddamn world. They'll fuck a ten-star. I just want five. Five, baby. Just five.